0: Scott, are you gonna muster up some courage?
1: I'm gonna relish every minute of it. But um bump ba-
0: What is happening, everybody? <laughs> Welcome to Batman the Fanimated Stream. Top quality content right there. That's right, guys. When it comes to especially this episode that we're gonna be talking about tonight, I'm of course uh, Dave the Film Junkie, and with him as always, Mr. Scott McClellan. How's it going, sir? We're back we're back
1: we're back <laughs> scott you were on a little bit of a vacation this it, week. yes yeah. i was It uh-huh. was very nice thank yeah. you for everyone who mentioned about missing me on the vodka stream but yeah i was up in the smoky mountains
0: yes up in the Smok- smoky mountains relaxing recharging the batteries doing all that while we were Talking nonsense on a stream into the wee hours of the night, sipping vodka, sipping whatever. I forgot what the two boys were uh, sipping. Some kind of wine drink that's from like the they they saw it a Viking.
1: Oh, it's mead. Like mead. I remember, yeah, it's kind of funny because when you are like, "What's mead?" I was like, "Hey, you don't know what
0: mead I don't know is. what I don't don't I don't I've never heard of mead. I never. I think I've maybe like when they were explaining it, it was starting to you know ring some bells. But I just when they said mead, I was like.
1: What? it's actually quite delicious
0: yeah i think i'm like i'm kind of certain that i've had that and uh speaking of <laughs> right there uh but yeah it was a lot of fun with uh anderson and dimitri and uh you know we'll get those boys back on again it was great and uh thank you guys for uh, joining in but yeah um been a good week and hopefully you guys had first appearance of condom, condom it is king. it's yeah. actually
1: the creation of condiment king in this episode the
0: animated series just you know creating little gems little gems when it comes to well not this is a little gem man, in a way but of course they have big gems that they of course created as well uh good to see you mr venom did episode make anyone laugh <laughs> well we we hopefully with our opening we're hope, hoping that that was the case ahoy hoy mr uh, jason mckinsey always good to see you pretty fly for a filipino guy good to see you too we got rez uh hmm you remember rez, apparently rez remembers you. yeah
1: and i had a different ex- I, this is going to be one of those that's going to be like it'll be interesting talking about because I didn't quite remember the. I remember the episode, but I didn't. It's going to be a weird. It's I remember, be parts, to of yes. I remember yes. parts of it. I remember
0: parts of it. There were certain parts that I remembered, and then there were certain things that were not. But uh, hi, Cat. Good to see you. Always good to see Katniss there. And then, of course, yes, good to see uh, the boys from uh, Ion uh, Ion Stone podcast as well. And then, of course, we've got Mister Eric Blake. Lockup was almost an older Jason Todd. Mm, yeah. I could, you know, there's some correlation there. Maybe, you know, I can see where you're making that, but, uh, yeah, we're talking about make them laugh and a um, a Joker episode. And I will say, watching rewrote, watching this episode, there is some
1: killing joke vibes. Yes. Some, yeah. Somewhat. And, and yeah. that's the thing is that I hadn't, I'm trying to remember when the, when this episode had come out, I don't think I had read the killing joke yet. Um, Or maybe I I had, and I didn't quite make the connection. But the idea of, you know, as Killing Joke suggests, one of the possible origins for the Joker being that he was a failed stand-up comet makes a lot more sense in this episode if you've read the Killing Joke and you probably know what the writers are, like, calling back to.
0: Yeah, you could definitely get the vibes from it from, uh, you know... I mean, obviously, when you see this certain character that takes the stage, you already know. You already know who it is. And, you know, obviously, if it's a, an episode called Make Him Laugh, we are already going to guess that this is uh, definitely going to be a Joker episode. Um, but it does get campy. It is pretty campy, this episode. It's Batman, it's 66 Batman-esque at Well,
1: times. It, and they, I think that was almost intentional in yeah. the way, in the way that they created the comedian villains, was that it was like, this is a villain you would have seen on the 66 show.
0: Exactly. And this is a Bruce Timm written episode? No, uh, Paul, Dini oh, episode. Paul Dini
1: co-wrote the episode, Paul Dini co-wrote the episode with Randy Rogel. And I, if I remember correctly, I think this was a Boyd Kirkland directed episode. Oh, okay. So uh, I, I, was
0: trying, I was, when I was watching, I saw the credits for some reason. I don't know. Maybe I just had Bruce Tim on the, the brain because recently he's been, you know, tweeting he actually joined Twitter.
1: Something. I mean, it was, yeah, he
0: joined Twitter and started being like, you want to, you guys want to see some art? And it's like, yes, yes, maybe. please just show as much as you want, Mr. Tim, please, please. And we can't wait for more when it comes to the Cape Crusader please, please. So that's cool. That's cool that that's happening. And, uh, but yeah, um, yeah, yeah, it's a little, and yeah, it does fit the episode, but, uh, you know, it's not one of those episodes where I was like, yeah, it's, you, you remember certain things about it, but then it's just, eh, it's just, It's just it's it's a decent Joker episode because
1: decent's a good word for it. You know, here's a thought I've been having, Dave, because, you know, we've been kind of we've been a little rough on the episode on some of the episodes lately. Mm -hmm. And I'm wondering if there was maybe. I don't know an intentional re steering. Cause once again, when it became the adventures of Batman and Robin, it became uh, the the new episode started airing on Saturday mornings. Yeah. Instead of being the weekday afternoons. And I'm wondering if we're just, I'm going to put air quotes around this, but suffering from this suddenly becoming a Saturday morning cartoon. Like, cause we've said how the series, no, we get some winners, like second chance, or you know, bullet for bullock. You know, you get some, you you get some home runs there, but we've been a little bit more tepid on a lot of episodes in season two, and I'm wondering if that switch to Saturday led I think to. You're right. Maybe I hate to say, it, but a bit of a downgrade. Yeah, I
0: think you're right. I think you're right, and this one really, this episode really expresses that. I mean, of course, when it came to the last episode, uh, lockup, that you know, that had some adult themes to it that we discussed. You know, there's some when it comes to politics and whatnot that, you know, it's a little interesting. But yeah, when it comes to the season and the the fact that when they transition to Saturday morning cartoons, I'm, I, I would be interested to hear that from Bruce Tim or Paul Dini or any of those guys. What, what what was instructed to them when it was like, hey, we're going to Saturday morning, you got to lighten it up just a little bit more or something like that. I wonder if there was some kind of instruction that they got to maybe make episodes like this where you have a Joker episode and it's very lighthearted, very, you know, there's silly. It's very silly, silly. Yeah, you know, and it starts off right away silly because, you know, we're at this nice, um, nice restaurant that people are, you know, going to be dining in Gotham City, of course, uh, in a high rise or whatever. And then, of course, we get in the elevator. It's like I, I kind of wonder, what did anybody in the elevator really realize that there's a dude that's dressed up in a costume full on with two, you know, with a tank on him and whitey tidies outside of the costume as
1: well. Literally wearing his underwear on the outside, yeah. Mm
0: -hmm. Kind of almost makes you wonder, it's like were they just taking a dig at that whole thing? I mean, obviously... Of course they were. Of course they were. Yeah. Because obviously that's always like a debate in this, you know, superhero culture, the undies outside of the costume. And of course, that's been resurrected, even though not really resurrected because it's always an issue. It always seems like it shows up on the timeline every like nine weeks. I just see the freaking debate about the undies outside. And of course, now we're kind of wondering, is James Gunn going to put the undies outside of the, his his Superman? Um, which is going to be kind of interesting because obviously they went away for a little bit and everything. So, yeah, it is kind. it was just kind of funny. Like, I mean, it's literally just poking fun at that. And it, it, they didn't even care. Like, I just remember just going, oh, yeah, I forgot that condiment came. Has a pair I of whitey actually tidies.
1: did forget about the whitey tidies. <laughs> I remember the pickle head, And, of course, I remember the two tanks, one with ketchup and one with mustard. But I had forgotten. It's really funny, though. I remember when the Lego Batman movie came out and the condiment King King was there in that, you know, yeah, like number like two cascade of villains. And I just, I laughed. I <laughs> laughed. Cause I was like, Oh my God, they brought back the condiment King. Um, <laughs> Not even realizing, I think that, you know, by that point, he'd also already shown up in comics. Yeah. Uh, first appearance of him in comics was actually Batgirl year one. <laughs>
0: Let's see, Yeah. I remember, um, you know, even just, You know, before just I was like, when did he that he end up showing up in the books? And it was like, yeah, he's shown up in the books. And then, of course, uh, you know, when it came to Lego Batman, yeah, you got to make that joke. And then, of course, there's been the jokes. He hasn't he hasn't shown up in the Harley Quinn show, right? Or has he? I can't
1: remember. I can't like, remember. I feel like they've made a reference to yeah. it. Yeah. I, I feel mean, obviously, like- the
0: they have Kite Man, which is ridiculous, and he's hilarious. But Hell yeah. Yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah. I know. So, I mean, and, and I know there's been other, you know, I think there's been directors that have even talked about, you know, joked about Kite or condiment uh, King, which is, you know, it's an interesting name. But, uh, yeah, we get this whole opening scene where he's just... He's going to town squirting uh, mustard and ketchup on people and everything. And then, of course, some guy tries to, like, uh, get him. And then he just takes a hot sauce packet and uses it as a way to, you know, (coughs) I mean, yeah, it's it's so ridiculous. And then to the point where when Batman is in the Batmobile and he hears the police scanner, he's just like, it's going to be. (laughs) It's one be of those of <laughs> yeah, he's like he's like oh boy it's gonna yeah. be one by the way
1: uh voice for yes. condiment king okay not a name i recognized but a voice i recognized mm. okay Stuart pankin is the name of the actor which i never heard of the name no right no remember the abc series the dinosaurs yes he was the voice of earl the dad Oh shit! Oh, yes.
0: Wow! There you go. And I knew it too. I I had a feeling because with the three you know comed comedian actors or comedians whatever that are in this that you know go cuckoo kachu. I'm wondering like like what were their like what were these voices?
1: Because I was like for sure. Oh, that they're all not... actual people. Like uh, yeah. I'll be bringing I'll be bringing yeah. them up. Yeah. Yeah, well, now sure. only uh only one of them when I looked looked them up, I was like, oh, I actually know who she is. Like wow. like I've seen her, but wow.
0: these
1: these aren't like these are more like kid and gym kind of names. Th- these aren't like this isn't like me going Dude, it's Levar Burton. Like still I'll, <laughs> I'll never let you live that one down. Seriously. I know, I know. I
0: know. I was that was very disappointing to myself when that happened. Yes. And uh, you know, till, you know, who knows how long, but Scott's going to always like uh hang that over my head. How dare you? But it's okay cuz I feel shamed. It was shame. Shame. Shame, ring the bell. I was shamed. Okay. But anyways, and then of course Batman shows up. And uh, of course, you know, the, the puns the puns we we the already puns. said a couple of puns already at the beginning and you you know obviously he says he's he was I've relished <laughs> this meaning because he wanted to do it I mean it, it was it has to be there if your name is condiment king you're gonna you got to pull out every pun that you can. And he certainly does. And, you know I mean? He gives Batman a little bit of like, what the hell? Like, he's just, oh, you know, Batman
1: is like, are you kidding me?
0: <laughs> it's, it's so ridiculous. Oh man. Uh, and then of course, you know, we had, of course, Batman's gonna get him. You can, you know, he, it's it's obviously he's going to easily take them down and everything but uh i like how we like uh, uh when batman you know obviously when we get down to uh ground level and everything and uh um uh we got i mean there's almost like it's like kind of interesting because Condom king falls onto the cop car that montoya and bullock are yes. like riding in so it's like a kind of a an interesting uh uh, situation there, so we get some Montoya in here, which was I thought was pretty cool, but um, briefly,
1: briefly. Yeah. ever so like, like it was like a blink and you miss her. Because then when I saw her name again in the credits at the end, I was like, I, look, I had a moment of Montoya was in this episode,
0: <laughs> yeah, you almost forget about it when yeah, when that when this episode keeps on going. And uh, yeah, uh, was it uh, was it Bullock that called him the Sultan of Sauce, or was that Robin? I can't remember. I wrote that I'll down. I don't remember. <laughs> yeah, this episode's interesting like that. But yeah, somebody called him the Sultan of Sauce. I think it might have been Bullock. I don't know. But anyways, but his name is Buddy Stadler. Standler? Standler. And uh, so then we start kind of getting into like the plot of this episode where it's like, all right. So he was like a a, a comedian. And obviously, you're, you know, okay, that works. You know, we saw the title card. We know what this thing's called. And it's like, okay, this, this guy went a little bit crazy. And, of course, Summer Gleason, we get a report from that. And Robin talks about watching his show. Um, so we kind of get like that. And then um, apparently, you know, you, you know, there's something about the annual laugh uh, competition, make them laugh. laugh. off competition, right? This, off. Is,
1: this is the first mention yeah. of the laugh-off competition. And the fact that Buddy was supposed to be a judge, a celebrity judge at the competition which once again is, it, it will, it will become a theme later, but this is our first time, this is our introduction. So we could, you know, it, it, they're laying the clues, you know, they, they are. oh, yeah, this is what's going to be the connective tissue. Yes.
0: And I love the fact that like, you know, Dick mentioned mentions that he and Alfred were going to be attending it. It's just, it's just, I, I kind of like that. I'm like, oh, Alfred's getting out. You know, he's going to go out and have some laughs. You know, he's always, you know, pretty stern. And of course, he's dealing with two Cape Crusading fine, uh, crime fighters, vigilantes. And I just like the fact that, you know, him and uh, you know, Dick were going to be going out and having some chuckles and stuff like that. You know, Bruce? No, nah, no, yeah, no. But no. them too. But I just like the fact that it's like Alfred was like, yeah, let's go to a comedy show. It's like, good for Alfred. Get out there. You know, it's not easy to be Batman's butler. Let's, let's, let's just face it. We we know that. So I, I just like that little, uh, that the, the little thing that they threw in there too. And then, uh, and then we get the, the next, the next guy, pack
1: rat. <laughs> this one, however, I will give them credit for the ridiculousness of the name, the costume, yes. the obsession, but I will give them credit for the fact that he's got an, a machine gun. Yeah. He does actually feel thr- He's the most threatening of the three to me in this episode because he does actually whip out that gun and just starts blasting away. Yeah, he
0: definitely does do that. And, uh, you know, it's an interesting, uh, you know, Name, I mean, I remember like when when the, the scene starts because it's at a clothing store, and uh, and I was like, Oh, yeah, there's a rat guy. I was like, Because I remember Condiment King, and I remember you know the next one, but I did not at, like when I thought about this episode, I forgot about Pack Rat. I did too, I saw, yeah. When I saw the tale, because the first, you know, he's wearing the trench coat and the hat, you know, so you don't really see it, and then of course, yeah, he starts, uh, and then that's where Alfred is at the moment. He's uh, doing a little shopping um, and he's there. And then, of course, um, when when things go down, I mean, obviously, you know, no cell phones in that day. So he has to get to that nearest you know, phone to try to, you know, call up, uh, call up Bruce and Dick and be like, hey, uh, some shit's going down over here. I don't know. And then, you know, we we get that dramatic, you know, when we would. But he's on the phone, and of course, yeah, like
1: you said, he's got the machine gun. So then, of course, he shoots the phone, and
0: it goes blank. And we get that,
1: alfred oh, like, kind of thing. <laughs> right, because we, oh, we just see him on the phone. We, see, we hear the yeah. gunshots. We don't see the fact that, no, he just shot the phone. Yeah,
0: he just shot the phone. Rat Pack it's not a murder. At pack, least. Rat. Well, not yeah, rat pack Rat. Not Rat Pack. Yeah. What did I say? A rat be, pack?
1: He said Rat Pack. I was like, oh, look, be a lady tonight. You know?
0: dun, 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 dun. Yeah, That's right. <laughs> uh oh, some Frank Sinatra, some Dean Martin, why not some Sammy Davis? Jr. Okay. Anyways, there's our little tangent right there for me messing up <laughs> the the order of the name. I love it. I love it. Um, but uh, and then of course um, yeah. So we get that, and then we uh, cut to uh, Miss uh, we uh, no wait, we get we cut to uh, an actress. Okay. So so when we get uh to L- uh, what's her name? Uh, I have her name right here, and I just lost Lisa Lorraine.
1: Lisa Lorraine, yes.
0: So, did you notice, like, when she's like talking on the phone and she's walking and everything, like, or she's watching TV and she's like kind of negotiating something? She's eating penguin chips. Did you see the the, the label on I the did bag? Not
1: pay attention to the label. Yeah, and I
0: caught the label, and it looks like the penguin. It's a dude with the you know the top hat, the monocle, and a little you know the long nose. It's very interesting. Yeah, it was like I just caught it. I paused and I went. Does Penguin ha- selling chips now? I mean, you know, a power two. uh, Oswald for like, hey, if he, you know, because we know that he does want to uh be reformed. We've already seen this before. I mean, of course, he went back to his old ways because of things that happened. But when it comes to the Rogues Gallery, he's probably the less likely to you know, to go crazy because he's not going to Arkham. We've established that. Yeah, he's, he's at
1: Stonegate. Yeah,
0: Stonegate because he's not, you know, so cuckoo, kachu. I mean, he was born with the formities of course. uh But it was just kind of weird because it was like. Yeah, if you look at the chip bag, maybe uh, after we play the clip, I'll, we can even go back and I'll show you the chip bag because it's just, I was like, the penguin chips? And I wrote that up put penguin chips?
1: <laughs> I think yeah. it's funny that she's watching her own show,
0: personally. Of course. She seems very into herself, you know? Yeah. Did you narcissism.
1: definitely, definitely inspired by Roseanne Barr? Like, yeah. Oh, I think yeah.
0: That, 100%. That, 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 <laughs> yeah. There was
1: no question there. Uh, okay, so voices uh, so Pack rat is Grant Shoud, not a name okay. that I recognized and he's only notable because of the show that he was a uh, supporting character on. Uh, I never watched the show, but it's a famous show. He was he played a character named miles Sil- uh, Silverberg on Murphy Brown.
0: Uh, okay oh. Which one was he again? Like, who, what would he look like in that show?
1: I have no idea. Like, okay. this is actually one that they didn't even have his picture oh, on, wow. on okay. Wikipedia. So. And I never watched Murphy Brown, but apparently he was in the original Murphy Brown and he was in the revival that they did.
0: Mm, okay. Uh, I, damn, that's right. They did do a revival. <laughs> I forgot about that. Oh, they, they revive everything. Okay.
1: So then, but when it comes to uh, Lisa Lorraine. Okay, her name is Andrea Martin. She's done a ton of things, a lot of Broadway, okay. uh, a lot of movies. I remember her because she plays the ant in My Big Fat Greek Wedding. Oh, see, I didn't see that movie. You my never mom... saw that
0: movie? No, I never saw that movie. My mom loved that movie. I know that, but I never watched it. I never got around to it. I know there's like, isn't there like a third one coming out soon? I think. I don't know. I saw the yeah. second
1: one. Second one was okay, but the first one is just adorable but yeah yeah, but it she was one of those actresses that like if you saw a picture of her you'd go oh yeah her like she has a she has one of those faces that you know what's her name again
0: andrea andrea martin andrea martin why that does sound familiar yep okay yep 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 seen her and yeah i i record you just like you said the face right there looks familiar and she's been around probably in like a lot of shows yeah of course group she's in black inner space oh no that's a different inner space um yeah she's been in a lot of things but yeah you could yeah she definitely has that recognizable face so there you go all right so there's some uh, there's the voices right there but yeah of course uh, she gets a free pizza delivery that she didn't order, but you know, who wants, who who would turn down a free pizza? Am I right? You know,
1: well, when, when, when your delivery guy's wearing a purple suit, maybe (laughs) you might want to like look through the, the people. I mean, this is Gotham city. Just saying. You might want to, yeah,
0: do those. Yeah. Do that because obviously it's a joker and, he she gets gassed and uh you know well, obviously we know that there's something here okay so what, what but i do like how they structured the Well, uh, you know even like last week when i was talking about the structure of the episode it's like all right we show we start off with uh condiment king and that whole madness batman takes him out then we get uh pack rat Who's at, you know, obviously conveniently <laughs> Alfred's at the store that he's at um, when that whole madness goes down. And then, you know, of course, they, you know, Batman and Robin show up and take him down and everything. And it's it's goofy. It's very good. There's literally a part, you know, we, we forgot to mention, like when they when Batman and Robin, like take out Pac-Rat. It's like like when they when they, you know, when he's tied up, he like his machine gun is shooting where he's like like that, like to the ground. And it's like, <laughs>
1: It's just ridiculous, but but once again, he 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 he's dangerous though because when he falls over, then he's able to like because the the gun's pointing straight down. Yeah. But once he falls over, he can actually like point the thing, and he's just indiscriminately like just like blasting away. Which like I said, adds actually added a level a threat level that none of the rest of them really have in this episode.
0: Yeah, very true. And then we get. We do in fact get another GIF that is commonly used on Twitter. The yes. Yes. Because you know, when you when they're taking on Pac Rat, he does do that whole thing. I mean, and and it's it's to the point, and I and this is what I did dig about the episode because obviously when it came to Condom and King, like I said, it was just it was ridiculous, that whole thing. And then it was like, all right, uh, that happened. And then Batman and Robin are now just. Kind of just having fun with Pack Rat because it literally gets to the point where it's like, 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 you go ahead, sir. You take him out, you know. By all means, you know, it's all about you. And then of course, Batman does the whole, you know. So it's it's very cheeky, you know. It's just it's just yeah. It's it's that. That's what the kind of episode this is.
1: <laughs> and also noticing that we're getting, and this is also something I feel like also happens when we get to the Adventures of Batman and Robin. There isn't it like the middle of the day. Yeah, it is the middle of the day. It definitely is. <laughs> yeah. Which also feels very 66 because it's, yes. like, it's not like they're just coming out at night. It's like, no, it's, yeah. it's smack dab in the middle of the day.
0: And- it's right in the middle of the day. But then, you know, when, when uh, he gets knocked out um they find a little you know a little something on his neck a little chip so then immediately you're going all right mad hatter okay but we already know that there's some joker involved too so we're like oh we getting a double villain thing here what's going on with this so
1: um oh yeah this, uh, and, and you and know quite- what it made me think about before i rem- before i thought about mad hatter mm. is my brain immediately went to the twist in batman beyond return of the joker
0: mm, okay but I mean, like, uh, I'm trying to remember that twist, uh, Return of the Joker. That was the movie, right?
1: Yeah, it was or, a movie. Yeah, was the
0: movie. I'm like, see, I'm blanking on even that twist. Well, I'm making on that twist too. What was that twist again? Sorry, I see you're gonna be oh. you're gonna shame me again. Oh, I know.
1: Okay. I know. I well, the whole reason Joker's able to quote come back is because of of a, a chip, chip on somebody who I won't. I mean, I'm sure anyone watching this knows who it was, but I, I'm, I'm just not going to we're not there yet. So I'm not going to quite spoil yeah, that even, one even Eric
0: said don't spoils that one. <laughs> yeah, okay. yeah. I, I mean, I, that we, when we get uh, down to the Batman Beyond um, rewatch and stuff like that, there's just, you know, I didn't watch it as thoroughly as, of course, Batman, the animated series. But, yeah, that's why I'm like, yeah, my brain is not even um, going there. And it's been it's been it's been a weekend, guys. Cheers. Anyways. Cheers. <laughs> but so we get and then of course we 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 initially go to uh obviously Batman and Robin um
1: they go to Arkham sure,
0: yeah they go to Arkham and they go to uh Jervis's cell and you know he's just laying there and then the fact of the met, yeah totally just i mean creepy creepy so he's suffered you know basically his own technology i guess you could say because they find the chip on him as well and he's just completely just Zoned out, not even coherent, nothing. He's just, you know, out of it right there. So, yeah. A little creepy. It's a creepy scene. I will it, say it, that. It,
1: right, because it's just the blank stare. I mean, I'm sorry. Blank stares are creepy, man. Yeah, they are.
0: I Especially completely forgot
1: are. about the Mad Hatter connection in this episode. <laughs> like, just so did I. blanked on that. Like I said, there's some... There, and, and another thing. By this point in the episode... We're over halfway through the episode. that was another thing. I had to pause the episode while I was watching it and I realized, wow, we haven't even gotten to the comedy show yet. And yeah. we're over halfway through the episode. I remember that being like a bigger part. I did not realize how much of the episode was just dealing with these brainwashed comedians. Yeah. I thought they I thought I thought they were dealt with, you know, more quickly than what ended up being I was like no we're like 11 minutes in and we haven't even like gotten to like the reveal yet yeah yeah
0: um i yeah, I, I feel you on that because when it came on i was like oh i was like okay yeah this is the part i I remember this too and like i said this is where you start getting killing joke vibes because uh obviously when um we start like putting everything together, and then uh, and then uh, you know he's, we see that uh, we uh, Lisa Lorraine uh, has been abducted in the paper, which you know Batman, Robin seeing, and the, it all connects to the to the competition, to the laugh from uh, competition, whatever. And all three comedians were judges, and then of course we get that we get that flashback, and we see uh, was well, that been a flashback? Is
1: oh, Alfred Alfred? has got the right. videotape. Let's go to the tape. You know, that's right. I also love the fact that he like apparently was able to. Tuck a VHS tape like in his tuxedo, like that was like that no, that doesn't. Pockets hey, aren't that big.
0: Hey, if Batman and Robin can hide all kinds of things, oh man, cares? if they can just
1: reach behind their back and suddenly everything comes out of that yeah. belt, I, mean, I, I get it.
0: You got to suspend that disbelief, man.
1: <laughs> but credit Alfred for remembering because he's the one who brings it to Batman's attention. He's like, I think there's something you need to see. I've already queued it up, and I'm like, well, good on you, Alfred.
0: Again, this just shows me that Alfred is a big fan of stand-up comedians, you know? Because he he him and Dick were going to go to the to the one this year and the fact that he had this already ready to go, you know, Alfred's guy, you know? I mean, he has funny quips and everything and he's said we've seen them many times where like Alfred has like thrown out something there. <sighs> Alfred's a funny guy. I'm just, and he appreciates stand-up. That that's what I'm getting from this. I'm digging way deep, guys. Totally digging way deep on this. But I just love the fact of that, and the fact that he was, yeah, he was already had it ready to go, and was ahead of the curve when it came to figuring this whole thing out. And then of course we watch it, and we get, uh, we get the uh, this comedian smiling, sketchy rim shot.
1: <laughs> oh, oh, and we also get another voice, by the way. Who's that? The host of the laugh off who will come back later. Now, this was a name I recognized. Okay. Did you recognize the voice? I at did all? not. I did not. It's Richard Jenny. No shit.
0: Ah, oh, may he rest in peace.
1: Yes, I know. Uh,
0: very talented comedian. If you don't know who Richard Jenny is, look him up. Very, very funny. He was in the mask. He was in the mask. He was, was yeah. Ipkiss's
1: best friend. Yes. I watched the Platypus Man. So yeah, I, I
0: didn't see that one I, I should watch that though because when I it, we'll pull up old bits of like Richard Jenny I mean he was he was a funny dude he was definitely a funny dude but he had some demons he definitely did I from what I've heard listening to other comedian podcasts uh, which is one of the reasons why uh, he's no longer with us and again may he rest in peace one of the greats when it came to the
1: 90s for chores oh yeah wow. it was, yeah, it was really a like, UPN it was a UPN series because I remember mm-hmm. I because like, I was watching that along with like I think oh, yes, like one of the Star Trek shows, I think Voyager was on UPN at that time. And uh, there was also Richard Dean Anderson did a like MacGyver in the Old West kind of show. I forget what it was called, but like there was all part of that programming lineup. So when I saw Richard Jenny's name, I was like, oh, wow. Like that was one that's like, oh, I recognize the name. It wasn't just the voice. It was the name that got me.
0: I should have recognized that. Damn it, man. I'm disappointed in myself in that one. I really, really am. That's that's not as bad as LeVar Burton, but
1: still a little still, bit. Still so a little that, bit. Yeah. Just how much you yeah. love the mask.
0: I know, exactly. Love that, you know. And yeah, he died in 20 uh 2007. 7, yeah. yeah. God, man. Crazy, crazy, crazy. But yeah, he was uh he was Ipkis's, uh friend and uh, you know, buddy, work uh coworker and everything and uh, he was throughout the whole thing so but Yeah, very talented comedian. Did not even realize. I should have recognized that because he has a pretty distinct voice. Yes, he does. He definitely does. Um, And then, of course, he starts telling jokes that, you know, and the jokes that, you know, sketchy or smiling, sketchy rim rim shot. shot. (laughs) The jokes he's saying are, you know, they're killing. They're killing. Um, But, of course, the judges aren't having it because, you know, they were already they're already putting in the competition was supposed to be done already. And like, you know, they picked the winner already. They're already done, so they're not having it. Um, And then, of course, again, you do that whole... I mean, it's almost like when uh, Batman spots, you know, the picture in uh, Mask of the Phantasm.
1: Yeah, at least that one made a little bit more sense because all he had to do was draw the smile on the picture. This one changed the hair, I get. Completely changing the eyes. You can make anybody look like the Joker if you do that. I mean, seriously. (laughs) The computer was like, hey, guess what? Yeah.
0: Photoshop before Photoshop is a thing. And yeah, uh, when they pause it on it, I mean, yeah, the nose is distinct, the, the neck, you know, yeah, yeah. It, it's all distinct, but yeah, all of a sudden it's just like, it's like, well, well, okay. Yeah. That was a little easy. That was a little easy, but yeah, when it came to mask of the phantasm, that was better because it's just, Oh, if you just draw that big smile, you go, Oh my God. You know, and it was a cool little reveal, especially when they added the, the Joker laugh into it. Into that scene. I mean, that's what was um, beautiful about that. This one, yeah, was a little anti I guess say. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it was just like, we already know. And it's just the way they figured out, which is kind of all right, that's fine. <laughs> so it's just, yeah, it was, uh, I don't know. It just was, uh, yeah, you're right. It was it was it was not that great of a reveal right there i guess you could say um uh, but then of course we get to we get to the 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 new competition the laugh off competition and um let's see we got we got somebody uh, who's somebody i guess his name is chip did i write that right chip well that's the host that's yeah, the richard janey character that's the richard janey character yeah. he's talking about the whole thing like in his office and everything and of course uh joker uh you know is back into his uh, you know I, I I hate I do hate the name. It's a little too smiling, sketchy rimshot. They just, just call him like, you know, Joe Rimshot, or I don't know. It was just a little too sketchy rimshot. The whole smiling sketchy rimshot just kind of gets a little too it's just it's too many words. It's a mouthful, Dave. You're having it really is. you have a hard time
1: with names already. I mean, I do, on.
0: I really do, and this is like killing me right now. Um And, uh, but of course, you know, he gets on there and then, uh, uh, we got, you know, he starts juggling, of course, Joker grenades and everything. So, uh, obviously that's never going to be good. And then Batman and Robin show up and, uh, and then we get, we finally get Lisa Lorraine's villain, which is mighty mom.
1: (laughs) I just cleaned these flaws.
0: Yes. But again, very much based on Rose's <laughs> <Yes. laughs> dog you know and you know she she kind of you know she does her thing i mean is she holding a, a broom or a mop i can't a remember mop it was yes. a
1: mop and then she's got the blender that you know the, the egg beater it's an egg beater that she wields like it's a pistol it's just but i
0: don't do windows <laughs>
1: god oh man the puns, the jokes, the, the yeah. jokes.
0: Oh. <laughs> oh, man. And then, of course, you know, things are happening. Robin goes after her while Batman goes after the Joker because it's already revealed. Obviously, he reveals that it's the Joker. He takes off the disguise. And it's kind of funny, too, because when you see the the original tape, it's in black and white. But then when you actually see him in live person in, in, in that disguise, I didn't realize oh, I was like, oh, yeah, look at that. The hair is like, you know, it's big time red or big time
1: red yeah yeah but i do appreciate also that they they as part of the reveal he takes a rag and he like wipes his face because it's kind of reminds me of what nicholson does in in 89 where you know he's putting flesh colored makeup over the white skin Uh um still love the bit about that you know that when he like after he you know electrocutes the guy and he and he looks like he's wiping the flesh colored makeup off the, the trick was he was actually wiping the white makeup on to create that effect i i always think that was like when i learned that i was like that is so
0: cool yeah because when you're a kid you're kind of going like you know you know you're you're kind of going wait a minute you know and i remember as a kid kind of being almost confused by that but when, when you watch it as an adult you're like oh and then, like you said you break it down like obviously like Within the story, he's wiping off makeup, but when they had to shoot it, he's wiping on makeup. And that's what I thought. Yeah, like you're right. That's cool how they did that. And, you know, it's just like one of those things when as a kid, you're kind of like, oh, wait a minute, you know, or whatever, because, you know. Um, But yeah, it was just yeah, I like I like how they did that. They did that like reverse thing because, yeah, get out of here, you know, and stuff like that. That's a good scene of course but uh and then of course we get the we get batman and then you know speaking of batman 89 anybody notice this balloon yes yeah outside of it i mean come on little batman 89 vibes when it came to it of course but uh you know joker steals the uh the trophy and uh yeah when this is where we're gonna like uh start looking at the clip here because you know it's a it's it's campy, it's a little cheesy, but, you know, it's Batman Joker standing off. Um, and, you know, we always, who doesn't like a little bit of that? So here we go, right here. I love that face right there. Ah!
1: Stay back. You've hit a new low, Joker. Yes, you have, Joker. you three lives for a silly piece of tin. You're dumber than you look. That's so weird seeing Joker like in a suit. <laughs> I know it's
0: it's weird seeing him in like the regular, like suit. Not the uh, and there's the balloon right there, kind of gives you that little 89 vibes. Let's find
1: out. Oh, I love that one. <laughs> yeah. Batman's got some zingers in this one, you know, it does
0: you have to when it's some um, episode with comedians?
1: I did appreciate the up up in a way. Like in a universe where we don't know that Superman exists yet, exactly. Michael McCutcheon did a really fun job with the score. Of the score <gasps> feels very Tim Burton yes, very it does. Tim Burton-y.
0: yeah. And I mean, ex- yeah, big time Tim Burton like you know, Alfman esque, I, I guess you could say, yeah, but it, it fits, you know, yeah, it really does. So
1: I like that shot right there. Just oh, like yeah. Remember the old saying, dying is easy. See, comedy, comedy is hard. Is hard. <laughs> it's a good line. A good line. What's it? Oh, <laughs> mean, it's actually a classic. You know, um, Peter O'Toole says it in the movie My Favorite Year. Mm. Dying is easy. Comedy is, I is die, hard. Join the party. Yeah, yeah Robin
0: coming in to save the day. Oops, do like
1: that. that move, I do appreciate that. Yeah.
0: Now, that's goofy as That's, hell this is this is cheesy right there it's like you know the whole thing about getting a trophy stuck over i can't see someone put on the lights
1: but i did appreciate him stabbing the balloon with a knife because yeah. he's trying to stop them falling off the balloon
0: but then you get this gag right here where it's like the grappling hook you know and then they're smiling you know smirking <laughs> cheesy ending.
1: but the music is great i love the score though with it I do appreciate that the balloon is like because it's slowly losing air; it just yeah. brings him right down, right
0: down to it. <laughs> and then he gets laughed get at.
1: You for this, <laughs> <No one laughs> me and lives. He's been for how long? Is there a problem, officer? <laughs> <laughs> that I didn't mind. Like that's a that's a funny gag. I didn't yeah. mind that... What's so funny? <laughs> The trip, the fact that he hasn't pulled his pants up yet, is kind of I know, weird, right? really he
0: trips over himself. But no, no, that is a funny line where he's like, "Is there a problem, officers?" And then he goes that, Hah! you know, that little, Hah! you know, that's Mark Hamill, fantastic. You know, that's just that's what's so great about uh, about that. But yeah, and of course, you know, Joker gets taken away, and uh, yeah, the
1: episode's and over. The,
0: episode, the episode's over. We come to a close to this. Did you laugh? A little bit, maybe. I don't know. It's one of those episodes. It's goofy. It's Saturday morning cartoon, like a mother effer right there. Yeah, and, it is. Yeah. So. And again, I would actually like to hear, you know, what instructions they got when it when it did translate. Because I didn't really think about that until you were like mentioning that at the beginning of the episode, and like, you know, it's like, yeah, they probably were like, hey, you got to light. You can't. You can't have stuff like you know feet of clay. <laughs> you can't have that. You know, which, uh, you know, I, I did want to, you know, speak at a feet of clay. I kind of wanted to get your opinion on this whole like clay face thing that happened over the week. Yes,
1: you- I appreciated your film junkie live talking about okay. that. I yeah. You know, I because people like you said, people don't think about, you know, what Basil Carlo looked like in those original stories like they didn't go for, you know he wasn't a shapeshifter yet no. like they because the golden age w- didn't go all sci-fi that no. was that was silver age when we went all when we like, went started, all sci-fi with our characters started being you know a little bit but i mean
0: if they can like i mean if they could do something like that in i mean and that fits in matt reeve's world if you just have like that you know that story and the you know and and the fact that he was just like a madman that loses his mind but maybe add a little bit because you know there was somebody that did some art that had like the yes you know, i thought absolutely. that was pretty that would fit in matt reeve's world so i mean i guess we'll see and but it just kind of made me go you know be, you know and i and that's why i kept emphasizing hey batman the animated series revamped clayface into that monster that we know of right now and then, like i said we talked about it when we uh reviewed when we talked about uh part one and part two but yeah it's just like one of those things where it's like yeah, you got to think more golden age and maybe even a little silver. Yeah, but yeah, I think it could actually work. And if Matt Reeves, I mean, whatever Matt Reeves does, I think. Right. It's
1: gonna- and if it is Matt Reeves or if it's Mike Flanagan doing like a black label Elseworlds movie, I don't know. That that was the problem with that deadline article is it was yeah. it was sketchy as all get because out.
0: We heard about him pitching that before, or at least like saying that yeah, I think on Twitter, like I don't know, a year ago or so, said that he'd be down to do a clayface movie or whatever.
1: Um and Mike Flanagan I trust. I'm just saying like yeah. i love mike flanagan
0: so exactly It's there's not really anything that i could say that he's done bad at all i mean you got doctor sleep you got um what was the uh the series that he did
1: oh he's well, done he lots of a- series on netflix because he yeah. did like the haunting of hill house haunting hill house what was midnight the other mass. one a- midnight mass that was that <sighs> such a good freaking uh yeah such a and good i will series. and don't on Gerald's game on Netflix. That was another one. I still one have his... to
0: watch that. That's oh. with Carla
1: Gugino, right? Yes, and Bruce Greenwood. Yes. yes.
0: I need to watch that. That was oh, one of on list. Yeah. There I is heard.
1: one scene where I just like <laughs> but, like literally, it was just like, is it over yet? You know, yeah. they, it, it, there's a scene like that in the in the movie. Uh, but once again, anytime Mike Flanagan does Stephen King, it's like, yeah. yeah. Keep
0: doing this, keep doing this. But anyways, back to this episode. I think we've uh, pretty much covered
1: it. Like I said, it's just one of it's those that deep. It's the th- and, and that is so frustrating to me. So like we've had such wonderful conversations. I mean, <laughs> we've ha- we've watched 83 episodes in a movie so far. Yeah. And it just feels so bad that as we kind of wrap up the original run of the series, that we're just kind of like, eh. Like like we get kind of eh a lot more. And it just but it's also i think julian pointed this out one time when he gave us a review and he talked about the fact that he appreciated how we don't just watch every episode with these rose colored glasses now we'll we'll call out we'll call out the weaknesses when they're there and like you said it's it's not a bad episode but the, no. we're saying this a lot we keep on saying it's not a bad episode it's just kind of a eh. meh eh. episode yeah and there's nothing wrong with that i
0: mean When when we're 83 episodes in, it's just going to happen. You know, there's going to be those gems that everybody remembers. And we've talked about, and we've talked about. You know, big time. And then there's, you know, most of the time we're pretty simpatico when it comes to uh, certain things. But then there's been times like even last week when you were you, uh, you know, we had a great discussion about lockup. And I was like talking about the flow of the storytelling kind of made you turn around a little bit on the episode. You know, And that's going to happen, too. So that's what's great about these discussions. You know, Exactly. that's why we are doing this, guys. And that's why when I thought, hey, we should do this, I immediately hit up Scott and said, hey, you want to do this? And he said, fuck, yeah. There you go. All right. What do we got next week?
1: Uh, The penultimate episode of the original run. Because you gotta remember, what? we only yeah. have 85 episodes of this original run. And next week is 84. And we've got the episode Deep Freeze. Deep Freeze. Oh, so we get a return. I'm trying to remember this one, too. Also, this one I remember because yeah. this is what's so cool. This episode. The way this episode ends leads directly into the Sub Zero movie.
0: Yeah. That's what I was like when I when when you just said that right now, I'm like. And now, I'm blanking on some of the plots, but I was like, I think this does lead into that, which, of course, we'll be reviewing as well, just like we did Mask of the Phantasm. We're going to be reviewing Sub-Zero and talking about it. It'll be a little bit of a longer episode, of course. But, you know, we won't do, like, the beat-by-beat beat kind of thing, you know, as we did. But we'll, we're just going to talk about the movie and have a nice little God, discussion. And I
1: have a story. Uh, there, Man, there, oh. there's some, there's some interesting stories behind sub-zero there was some that's one of those movies where the production history of that movie yes is is um is is a discussion all
0: its own i'm sure it is i'm sure it is because i mean this one didn't get a
1: theatrical right or no did it? no it was no, direct it, it was direct to video yeah direct to video
0: yeah
1: uh but it had some problems uh based on things outside of its control and it's Ooh, okay yeah so we'll, we'll be there in a couple of weeks when we talk about sub-zero that's gonna be a great one and and um i think i've convinced dave for my little uh my yes little, you like did a little bonus episode so. you did
0: we're gonna have a little bonus episode we won't talk about it yet but scott after last week uh, we talked about it and i was like oh that is interesting and i'm like yes let's do that so we're gonna have a little bonus episode when it comes to all this with something that's uh, maybe not a lot of people know about, because I sure as hell did not. <laughs> deep and I cuts, thought deep cuts, seriously, seriously, a deep cut. Yeah, I had no idea about this, but I'm all about it. So there you go, guys. Uh, deep Freeze next week. We'll be talking about that. So make sure you watch that episode and spend some time with us discussing it. All right, go ahead. Let's send this off.
1: Well, of course, you can find me on Twitter at DC 27 You can find my podcast at DC Squadcast, wherever podcasts can be found. We're on Vero, Facebook, YouTube, with the entire network of shows at squadcastmedia.com. And we're a fan-supported network, so if you head on over to patreon.com so squadcastmedia, we'd appreciate $5 a month gets you access to exclusive RSS feed of over 400 pieces of content. I think, I need to talk to Tim about this, but we probably need to be recording a new episode soon because that Blue Beetle trail, uh trailer drops tomorrow Ooh, so right. i think the next episode will need to be a squad cast episode breaking down i don't know is it is it going to be like i don't know is, is this like a like a one minute teaser trailer is this uh is this like a two minute like first trailer kind of thing you know if, if I we if we fall gonna
0: be i think it's gonna be like a two and a half minute trailer to be honest oh, i think well, i like- remember reading something that it's gonna be not just a teaser. We got a little teaser today, and hey, I'm like, yes, oh. we did. Yeah, and I was like, you know what? I liked what I saw. Just saying, I liked what I saw. So yeah, that'll be uh, yeah, definitely. Anything else? That's
1: it. That's so- it. All
0: right. <laughs> Yeah, and I'll be talking about it tomorrow too. I'll be talking about uh, the Blue Beetle trailer term. Might might even be the entire uh, main topic of the show. It might just break it all down because it is showing up. There's some trailers that are showing up this week. There's a lot of trailers showing up this week. We got we got one just before we started here. The Secret Invasion trailer like dropped. On. Yeah, I need to watch that one. Watch it. I'm like, yes, yes, yes. After you know. know, it's just it's it's espionage. It's spy. It's Nick
1: Fury. And the the poster goes hard.
0: The poster goes hard. And when you have Sam Jackson, you start off a trailer with him just doing his strut, walking with a gun. And I was like immediately, I'm like, yeah, it's just Sam Jackson. You know, starts off with him just doing his Sam Jackson strut, holding a gun, and it's like, all right, yeah, this is it. And sure enough i was like oh man you know it, it, it looks really good it actually does look good so all right guys make sure you smash that like thumbs up subscribe to the channel do all that like i said uh you know talking about you know blue beetle uh i'll be talking about that tomorrow as well doing i'll probably do a live reaction as well and then we'll break it down and all that stuff uh it's gonna be very difficult to not watch it because it's probably gonna drop in the morning i'm gonna be like eh, so we'll see what <laughs> happens you know but yeah it's gonna be uh, difficult but Anyways, yeah, do all that. And then, of course, next week uh, we got Deep Freeze. So make sure you watch that. Same bad time, same bad channel. We will talk to you guys later.